Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An Internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show and watch your life grow. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show, on our radio show, and I've got one of my special friends, special guests uh, that has been uh, on my uh, video, my live video show several times. He is an amazing filmmaker. Uh, he has created a film uh, that is sweeping literally the nation, and I believe soon the world. Uh, the film is called Out of Darkness. It examines the untold uh, history of African people, uh, the African cultural contribution to the nations of the world, and the events that have contributed to the condition uh, of African people today. No other than, ladies and gentlemen, Amadeus Christ. What's up, my brother? What's going on? I, I, I always, I always love the intros I get on your show. <laughs> it, it makes me feel so special. It makes, it, it makes me feel. It makes me feel like I did something important. <laughs> yeah, you did, man. What's going on? You did, bro. Shoot. Yeah. I don't know how you did this, but I saw the film, and I, it's 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 more than a work of art. It's it's like one of the greatest epic educational pieces I've ever seen uh, for uh, this genre of filmmaking. Um, what? How did this even remotely begin? Because there's so many layers, right? It's like, well, how did you learn how to make film? Um, yeah. How did you learn to do all of these things? Because there's so yeah. many layers of talent. All right, you're like the prince of filmmaking and 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 ancient wisdom, and you know. So, uh, w- what did you do to spark this? What happened in your life to spark this level of education to teach our people who we are? Um, that's a good question. Uh, it's, it's kind of complex, but, uh, the way the film actually came to be was, was two things kind of going on at once. Um, one of the things that was happening at my life and at the time was that, uh, I literally like could not find employment in my field. Uh, after graduating with a bachelor's degree with honors, mind you, uh, and like no doors being open for me, uh, so I was kind of. What was the field of study? My film of study was was radio, television, and film. Okay. So so that's what I got my degree in. Only, you know, and I kind of fell in that by accident because I, I, I knew I wanted to go back to school but uh I came from like running a record label and being a rapper and the one thing that I, I didn't have was uh a music video. Wait a minute, and, you were you were a rapper and had your own label? Yeah, I had a couple labels actually. I had a distribution company that I uh 
you know, I was doing consulting with other labels and trying to run my label and trying to be a rapper and a producer all at the same time. You know, running. Run deep, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Our talent runs yeah. deep. This man has done everything. So, so walk walk me through walk, walk me through some of those early years, the earlier years. Now, were you from you from Oakland? Yeah, I'm from Oakland. Um, I actually I grew up in in a lot of different cities in the Bay Area, but primarily between like Oakland and San Francisco. Uh, okay. I actually, I grew up in South San Francisco up until I was about twelve, and then I, my mom uh, moved to Oakland. So um, I kind of been back and forth, but I was always into music. Um, I always would write poetry as as far back as I can remember. I used to draw comic books. I used to make my own comic books at the, at like the age of four. So I, I've always been like creative and like doing stuff and making my own stuff. But I was always uh, into music, and I started like professionally recording maybe like early two thousands. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Around like 2005, 2006, I started to get really serious. I went um, to music school. I got certified as an audio engineer, and I got certified in music business. So I just, um, you know, I, I always was in the habit of just doing things on my own and just learning learning things that I needed to do, you know what I mean? Um, so every step of the way from writing, recording, production, mixing, everything, I just I learned it. You know, because out of necessity. So um, when I went back to school, uh, I already had all of these, you know, I already had all of this knowledge of, of how to do this. Mm-hmm. So um, so I, when I felt, when I got into film, kind of like I said, by accident, uh, I was kind of, I always had an interest in film, um, but I never thought I was going to be a film director. And mm-hmm. I got into film through editing first, and then I became a director. So, um so as I'm doing the, as, you know, 2012, 2013 is coming around, you know, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm doing music videos. I have music videos on MTV, Revolt TV, just, you know, within my network of people. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I linked up with, uh, um, you know, he's a, he's a good, uh, business associate now, but we kind of teamed together. I met him at San Jose State while I was at San Jose State at college, mm-hmm. and we kind of yeah. branched out from the San Jose State uh, uh, via radio, ninety point five FM uh, KSJS. So we we took advantage of our situation at the radio station, and that you know that led me to have contact with artists, and that led to music videos, and that led into me doing film. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, so back to my original statement, the two things that were happening when I started the film was that I couldn't find employment after graduating, right? Nobody would really seriously give, give me any, like, you know, any reasonable money, <laughs> which is ironic because as soon as I graduated with a degree, it was, like, impossible for me to get a job. Before that, I could get a job with no problem, but... As soon as I got a piece of paper that says, hey, you have to pay me such and such amount of dollars, it was like every door was shut. So around this time, the second thing that was happening was I was coming into this knowledge about our history. I was waking up also by accident. Uh, I just happened to come across, like, some videos on YouTube, you know, kind of perusing through YouTube one day, and I came across, like, Dr. Claude Anderson's video, and uh, this is when I had to you know, the concept for the film in mind, but I didn't know exactly what direction it was going to go. And then I just started searching our history. I got turned on to Dr. Clark. 
Dr. John Henry Clark, which is like my guy. <laughs> he really like opened my eyes to a whole lot of stuff. So I would say like that's like my teacher. If I could like point to somebody, that would be like the, the guy who really got me on this path. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so so just researching all of this stuff and having the time to do it because I couldn't, you know, I wasn't working. I literally became a business owner like overnight. You know, I was I was making money off my you know my video production, doing music videos here and there, um, and surviving off off that while I'm doing putting this film together. And it like it as I was doing the film, like I didn't like think it would ever come out. Surprisingly, <laughs> like after it came out, it was just like wow, I really did this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And now, now it's like I have like three films that I'm working on right now that with no problem. You know, now it's like okay, I know I can do this. Now let's let's see what else I can do. Because I was always about like raising the the bar, right? I'm always trying to like outdo myself. When people, when clients would like bring me projects, I would say, okay, um, let me see all of the work that you've done in the past with all these other guys, and let me beat that. I'm not, I'm just gonna try to beat that. I'm gonna try to do the best that you know, best possible product and that's what i tried to do out of darkness like you know surveyed the field see what was out there you know and and just like not really just trying to beat it but just trying to raise the bar up well you definitely did that the film is narrated by professor kaba uh uh kaba Kamane, uh known as booker t coleman you've seen him in all four uh uh, uh documentaries of hidden colors and it also uh, uh, co-stars dr umar johnson dr claude anderson tim weiss uh, is in the film, which is amazing. Uh, uh, Dr. James Small, Dr. Joy DeGruy, who's been on my show several times, she's amazing. Uh, Anthony Browder and his and his daughter uh, Atlantis uh, is is in the film. Uh, Sabir Bay, oh my gosh, uh, Taj Tariq Bay. I mean, you have everybody. I mean, it's like an all star cast, right? It is. It is. It is. And uh, I was really blessed, man, because uh, you know, as I was doing the film, I I didn't have any money to do this like this film was created with zero budget you know like the little bit of money that i was getting here and there i was invested in in the film so i really didn't have money to travel to go see these people but luckily fortunately uh they you know they just all happened to come to california around this time wow um, and i just and i just was you know able to to get interviews with them and um i think uh dr Cabo was like the only uh, because I knew I I wanted like a few days with him, mm-hmm. so I knew that you know I brought him out to uh, to the Bay Area, uh, you know, and, you know, took him out, took him around the bypass this bus, and uh, really you know got some good good footage with him because I had a lot of time to to to, to get that footage. But but other than that, man, everybody else was they just came to California, and as I'm coming into this information myself these are the questions that i'm asking them you know what i mean so what you're really seeing um it's like my awakening process and really like i really just kind of structured the film like a research paper uh you know being like fresh out of college three parts too that's uh yeah. fascinating talk to us about the three parts of the film and why yeah so the, the first part because I broke it down, I tried to break it down and organize it in the most effective way possible, right? So when you're telling this story, there's so many different things to cover. So I broke it down into basically three areas, one area being history, 
second area being um, psychology, and the third area being uh, the youth and nation building attached to that. Um, and in that third area, you know, the, the youth being being hip hop, the hip hop generation. Um, so the history part goes into ancient Egypt. It goes into you know us African people being in America up to fifty thousand years ago, probably longer. Um, then I have a chapter just on the Moors in Europe, and you know the Moors actually civilizing Europe and bringing them out of the Dark Ages. So. Um, so that's all information that, you know, 99.9 of us don't get in school. Oh, you know, I, uh, absolutely not, because yeah. um, if, if we we think of black history uh, and what we're taught, we are, all we know is roots, slavery, right. Martin Luther right. King. That's it. And, and right. Malcolm X, if you're really radical about it. And that's, right. you know, you're supposed to be really kicking ass if you know Malcolm, you know. But right. anyway. Right. Right. Knowing that we we were the first on the planet and we've been here fifty thousand years, that is unbelievable to me because yeah. you know as then you start to realize, wait a minute, fifty thousand years. So so I think it was somebody in the film. It might have been Atlantis or 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 somebody in the film that says, you know, if you were to take our black history and just talk about slavery, it would be it, it would be like one uh, percent uh, of one percent. It would it's like yeah. a small part yeah. of our history, but it's all that most of us know. Right, right. And that's what they want us to focus on because what has essentially been done to us as a people is if you were to take the best analogy I can use is like taking a computer that's got, you know, gigs and gigs and gigs and gigs and hundreds of gigs of storage you know, thousands of gigs of storage and just completely, like, wiping that hard drive completely clean <laughs> and just erasing everything that's on that computer and, and and putting malware on there, you know, putting, like, bad software on there, like, contaminated software on there. That's, that's essentially what's been done to us. Our hard drives have been wiped clean and we've been reprogrammed and socially engineered as a people and we we don't realize it. That's the problem. We think we're like functional. We're not functional. We're totally not functional. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's just the truth of it. So so getting down. Powerful statement, man. Because you know yeah. a lot of people would argue and say, "Wait, what do you mean? I'm not functional? Of course I'm functional." No. Not, not understanding, you've been born in the matrix, and if you're born in the matrix, you'll never be functional. And, and you don't because you've been giving it. You've been given basically a new processing unit. So all the information you're interpreting is through that new software that you've been given. So, like I said, you know, I think Amos, Doctor Amos Wilson, said this: like to be, to act and function in this society as the way it is, you have to be insane. You have to be insane if you're if you're so-called functioning. Well, right now in this society, you are insane. As an African person, you're insane because you've assimilated somebody, a foreign culture, you know. Wow. And we just keep like sweeping it under the rug and acting like everything's okay. And then, meanwhile, you know, our babies are getting shot down in the police, and we have no remedy. We have no recourse. You know, we we don't even we can't we don't even know where to start to deal with this problem. Uh, so yeah, it's deep. So anyway, back to the film. Second, second part, psychological. So I'm dealing with racism, white supremacy. I'm dealing with 
uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome. I'm dealing with cognitive dissonance. I'm dealing with uh, conquest of the mind through, like the you know, the image of the of the white Jesus and the colonization of the image of God. Uh, and then the third act um, is broken hold into. On, hold on. <laughs> you know yeah, I, I just kind of just casually. <laughs> you know better than that. You know you. Know, <laughs> You might be able to just kind of slide on through with that one, like, oh, you know, colonization of God and the images of the white Jesus. What, 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 what did you get there? It's so deep. It's so deep. All right. So, so this is huge because, and this is why the film is so powerful and pivotal and why it's receiving such mm-hmm. critical aim. And, and that is, uh, uh it, you know, it's, it is, like being unplugged from the Matrix. That's one of the greatest films of, of all times in terms of yeah. an analogy because yeah. you uh, have to realize that everything that you know um, is not real. It's not yours. Yeah. It's not. It's not it, it never has been. And because you don't know your, you're not in tune with your 50,000-year-old people and self. Right, right. You're in tune with the people who've only been here about what five, six thousand years at best. Yeah, at best, at best. Yeah. yeah. So, so everything that you know is is based on that culture. Yeah. And 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 if you will, those people. You know, we yeah. never thought I'd say that. Those yeah. people were there. So so you really have never known yourself. So your so your religion. Uh, even the term religion, uh, all, yeah. God, the, even the terms, all of that, you have no idea because you have never been uh, connected to your divine. And I remember right. Anthony Browder talking about that because right. wh- where did where did the people get it who are only five thousand years old on the planet? Right. They had to get it from somewhere. Right. And here you are now acting as if it's the end all be all, and so. This is something that is is very uh, hard for a lot of of, of uh, even forward thinking African people, uh, right. black folk in, in, uh, here in America. I remember sitting at a at a, at a dinner table, and uh, uh, w- w- you know, with, with with my people, and and uh, uh, met, met some new people, and uh, we were all talking about you know black Black Lives Matter, and 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 we were talking about ancient Africa, and 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 all of this world of ancient Egypt, and all of this, and Kemet. And the moment we got to the part, uh, we, matter of fact, we were talking about uh, hidden colors, and, and, uh-huh. and then we got to the part. I said, "Oh, you remember the part about uh, uh, how Jesus was absolutely fabricated?" And yeah. they said, "Oh, I don't know about that. I have to get more evidence before I can that can be proven." I don't right. know. That. that messed me up. I was like blown away at how deep that is. Well, it, it's funny that you brought that up because. Um, that's going to, I'm, I'm actually going to start production on a follow-up before the actual sequel to Out of Darkness. I'm going to do a follow-up, like addendum that's just dealing with that subject, right? But religion is very, very touchy with our people because we are extremely like spiritual people. It's an, an embedded into our, <laughs> into our <laughs> biological chemical makeup, right? But, um, when you look at the historical uh, origins of religion, you really see that 
all of it is based in Africa. It all comes from the same source. But you just have these different versions that are repackaged by other people and sold back to us. And we cling to those very tightly because at one point in time, you know, those those religions got us through some stuff that we needed Absolutely. to get through. Absolutely, sure. You know what I mean? So, so now uh, it's just time to really, you know, analyze it, you know, and really uh, evaluate it and see where it comes from. And I think that it will give us more strength. You know, when when we do that, instead of just keep brushing it, you know, brushing it to the side and and not really, you know, because anything that you, you know, make a, a major part of your life, it it needs to be able to stand up to critique and and mm-hmm. and a critical analysis, you know. Um. So so it's a very yeah it's a very touchy so that that one in particular <laughs> is a very very touchy. Really good. I can't wait for you to bring that part out. Oh my gosh! Yeah. All right. So part number three of the film, uh, section number three. Yes. Hip hop nation building. Uh, Hip hop has a twenty minute chapter. Nation building has a twenty minute chapter. Equally, I think they're important. Hip hop obviously engages the youth. And and uh, lets the youth know that hey, we are all connected to this struggle, to this story. Hip hop is not some bad, you know. Hip hop is is you know this is a, a a way of life. It's a culture. It, it, it it's rooted, you know, in in Africa. The the you know the the graffiti, the hieroglyphics on the wall. The DJ, you know, the 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 person who who oversees the ceremony, the MC, you know, the storyteller, the griot, you know, the music, the dancing, the b-boy, you know, that's all goes back. That's all our culture. Uh, it's just it's just packaged in a new format. Um, you know, like Doctor Doctor, uh, you know, James Small touches on in the film. We were we started connecting to these. You know, African rhythms that we've never heard of before. You know, we were wearing the same haircuts that weren't seen since the 1950s in Africa that we had never seen before. You know, we're, we're connecting to all of this spiritually. So hip hop is like the next phase, you know, and, and, and it, it involves technology, you know, mastering the technology, mas- you know, creating new technologies, creating the, 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 uh, the you know, the turntables and the mixing. You know, mixing from from you know two different uh, records. You know what I mean. So oh. it when you really analyze it, it's it's really phenomenal what we're what the youth are doing. You know, the, the youth have been behind every major movement that we've we've ever had mm-hmm. and will have. It's the youth, you know. But um, and then that that kind of segues into into the nation, the nationhood chapter, which is. The most critical because that's what we lost as a people is our sense of nation mm-hmm. and, and our sense of nationhood. And that's so important because we're the only people on the planet who really, like, don't have a nationality. It's crazy. <laughs> we don't have a nationality. And, and, and you know, you know it's when you say that again, it's like, wait a minute. People will say, what are you talking about a nationality? I don't know about nationality. Uh, and, and then you ask them, we'll break it down. What is your nationality? They will say, you know, I'm an American, 
or something like that, or I'm African American. See, you know, Africa America is not on any map. Exactly. Black, black is not on any map. Negro is not on any map. Colored is not on any map. Um, so what are we identifying ourselves as? You know, on every you know document that you sign, you're not saying you're an American. You're saying you're a United States citizen. That's something completely. See, it's so like simple. It's so like simple stuff, right? That we just don't understand. What's the difference between an American and a U.S. citizen? You know, mm-hmm, citizens, mm-hmm, citizens mm-hmm. have privileges that's given to them by the government, which can be taken away. You know what I mean? And the United States is, is not a country, it's a corporation. So a U.S. citizen is an employee of a corporation. You know, when they say disenfranchised people, that's corporate language. President is corporate language. You understand? So these these things are put, you know, right in front of us and we don't see it we don't notice it it's like hidden in plain sight and we just don't we don't it's stuff we don't think about we're, we're thinking about survival and living paycheck to paycheck and how we're going to pay bills and put our kids through college and pay for dental and you know what i mean sure. we're not thinking about like this system that we are like that like we could literally change the system tomorrow if we all decided to change it we could change like the government it's us. It's not like, you know, the government doesn't control us. We are the government. It's just like people in the government that are doing bad things <laughs> and taking, you know, advantage of the fa- of our ignorance, you know? Absolutely. That's what it boils down to. But, yeah, I didn't mean to take it, you know, there. Where else can we go? I mean, that's just what it's the just, is about. It's just so much stuff to cover. Yeah. When you're dealing with African people because of so much that has been done to us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you said, it's so it's so many dimensions, it's so multi layered. When we peel back one layer, there's another layer. We peel back that's another layer, peel back that's another layer and it keeps like like when when it, where does it stop? How how far does the rabbit hole go? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Unbelievable. All right, my brother, we've ran out of time, but we, you know what we're going to do? We're going to probably have you come back so we can just do a series of these because this, this is a conversation yeah. we can have again and again and again. And yes, I'd love to go deeper because i really like to go deeper and start dissecting the film and also just dissecting uh, yeah. knowledge and wisdom for, for you know, the young Nubians that are going to be uh, uh, listening uh, yeah. to the show. How can people get um, uh, the movie and watch and see uh. the movie? I'm glad because I was just about to shamelessly plug <laughs> all the all the outlets. So uh, probably the best place to get it is on Amazon.com. Nice. Out of Darkness is on Amazon.com. Uh, yeah, make sure you buy the one that is the official one from from Building Seven. Okay, Building Seven. Yeah, so, so look, look for that one. But just just get it. Just get it. Uh, <laughs> Amazon.com. Um, or you can go to outofdarknessfilm.com, and that will actually, like, have the link where you can buy it um, from us directly. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and then it's also on Vimeo On Demand. You can rent it online. You can stream it online. You can download the HD version. So you have a lot of options. Sweet. Yeah, That's you cool. have a lot of options, you know. So, um, 
Yeah, and there's there's much more to come up. We're actually preparing uh, an educator's edition of the film too. That's gonna break everything by down by episodes. So you have different, you have like eight or nine or ten episodes with with some additional content in there. Oh, that's beautiful. So that's your classroom setting to teach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then we're gonna try to get that on uh, Quelly TV as well. Nice. So, um, so yeah, so yeah. Go watch the film. Go get it Darknessfilm.com or Amazon.com. Go get it for Vimeo. You can you can rent it on Vimeo or you can download the HD version. Uh, yeah. it, is, it is necessary. It is mandatory. Uh, and yeah. I think whites, well, whites and 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 uh, uh, melanated people should watch this film. Yeah. Because it is it is an education of education. Uh, it goes beyond. Uh, what you have learned in school, because uh, what you have learned in school, uh, a lot of it, especially if it's related to black history or even American history, uh, is uh, sanitized, uh, and a lot has been taken out. It's been censored quite a bit. So this film really wakes you up. It's like watching The Matrix, but uh, only better. I appreciate you and love you so much, my brother. Hey man, it's always a pleasure being on the show. You know, we 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 get down to it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do some more. We're gonna schedule some more shows with yeah, you. Man. I love doing the radio thing because that way we can just have a conversation and just, yeah. talk. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like no doubt. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Philippe Matthews Show uh, Radio Show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Amadeus, love you. Take care. Peace. Yes, sir. Peace. <laughs>